Masterpiece Women. I hope you're doing wonderful today. My name is Tina Raines. For those of you who are new to our program, welcome, welcome. Our mission at Masterpiece Women is to empower women with leadership tools, help them to really understand the masterpiece that they are and whose they are, as well as giving tools to go out and do whatever it is God's called you to do in your marketplace, in ministry, what have you. That is our passion. And today I'm super excited to be having Yaslin Rosier with us. Hi, Yaslin. Hello. Thanks for having me today. I'm so excited, Yaslin. So you're a former corporate project manager. So you manage all kinds of stuff in the corporate world. And now you've really recovered from that. And <laughs> you're helping women, well, not just women, helping everything. And I, what I thought was really cool about you, you said, I'm a recovered hustler and perfectionist who now helps action takers become proactive entrepreneurs on a part-time schedule. Everybody wants to be an entrepreneur, but we, none of us want to work harder. We want to work smarter. And so that's what you're here to kind of share with us today. Some of the practical ways that you teach entrepreneurs to really build business and to um, have a thriving life without having to work 80 hours a day or a week. So I'm looking forward to your, you know, great information and you sharing with us. Yeah, sure. I mean, like the, the reason why I'm doing that is because a lot of women we are quitting their job to to actually become an entrepreneur just to actually have more time. They want to have more time. They want to be in control of their lives. They want to be in control of what they are doing on a daily basis. And basically what is happening is that they end up working sometimes even more than what they used to do in corporate because like they want so badly their business to succeed that they're like, I need to work. I need to work more I, because the, the faster I'm working, the more I work, the more I will see the results and the more I will get money and then I will be able to rest. But that is so true. <laughs> I, see it, I see it all the time. So I help women all over the world. Uh, grow business, whether it's their network marketing company or their brick and mortar company. And um, the number one thing, even doing one-on-one -on -one coaching with executives, they always end up going back to their time management issues. Like that is one of the biggest killers of productivity is just not knowing how to manage your time well. And as an, an entrepreneur myself and being at home, we're traveling in a motor coach now. I want to enjoy my time. And so I have to be very strategic. So tell us a few of the ways that you share with people to help. Like, what are the tools you give them from a practical basis? You'll have to give us all your jewels, but give us a little <laughs> bit of the practical of how you actually teach them. Okay, so one thing that first where I'm going to start with is like what is the difference between managing your time and controlling your time? And the way that I'm like doing it is I am teach people how to control your time. So what is the difference? Because some people think it's exactly the same thing, but it's not. What I call like time management is really when you are going out there, looking at the time management strategies that pe other people are creating or doing, let's say uh, the Pomodoro technique, like as an example, and you are trying to uh, implement them into your life, even if they are not working. So the, 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 the principle of managing your time is like you are trying to use tool to implement into your life when, when you are controlling your time, what is happening is that you are creating your own tool. 
You are creating your own system that is making you productive on a daily basis, that is helping you like controlling your time. You are not trying to actually use existing tools or existing strategy or tips that people give you. You are like, okay, what do I need? What do I want to achieve with my time? And like coming from like that point, actually establishing like the steps that you need to take and the tools that you need to create for yourself to be in control of your time. Because what people most of the time are doing is that they try to, you know, it's like business. They try to fit strategy into their business without actually understanding whether or not if it's the way that they want to run their business. Do they really want to do that? And that's the same when it's come to time. You really need to build tools that are like supporting you instead of trying to use external tools that might suck your energy, might suck your brain power, and might even suck your time. Oh my goodness. You said so much in that when you are controlling your time versus managing your time, there's a significant difference in that. Um, and it is very much like any other aspect of our business. We have to have the controls. We have to know where we're going to get there. Mm -hmm. And I do believe, and I have a couple of different, um, books that I write in on a daily basis. One has all my goals. One, I actually track everything I do and evaluate. I created a tool that actually helps me to evaluate how I'm doing with it because I recognize that if I'm not intentional, especially I'm a little, you know, ADHD, I'm a visionary. So I get a great idea and there I go. Whoop, and I totally don't get anything done that I wanted to do. And so I have to be really intentional. And the reality is that most entrepreneurs are visionaries. And so they come into this, you know, marketplace with this idea of, um, well, I can do this and I can do that and go all over and they're doing a thousand things and they're not effective at any because they're not being very intentional. They're not being, they're not controlling their time. So, um, I love that. So tell me a little bit how you got started and what made you decide to go from that corporate world to the, um, the platform that you're doing now. I mean, it was it was mainly the impact. When I was in corporate, I I knew I wanted something more. I knew I wanted to help people, and I was not really helping people in in my day to day job. And so I really wanted to have like you know see the impact that I have on people's life, how people are by changing because of the advice that I'm giving them. So that's exactly why I decided to actually become a coach and to help people with time management and especially uh, entrepreneur is because as an entrepreneur myself, like we have um, time management issue, which are really specific to us. And especially to, to, the, to the woman, like you have to juggle with your business. Sometimes you have, uh, your business is a side hustle. So you need to manage your nine to five and you need to manage a kid. And juggling with all of that sometimes can be like super complicated. And, you know, you spoke about like the goal and that you have a notepad with your goal and sometimes you actually uh, lose track of it. That's one of the biggest issue uh, for the entrepreneur, which means that they start January 1st saying, I have this goal and I have this goal and I have this goal. And fast forward, they are not taking action on it. And the reason why is because people are having a lot of issue actually translating their goal 
into daily tangible action. So basically, they don't really have like a plan or let's say a roadmap to say, okay, this is my big goal. What are like the three milestones that I need to achieve to reach that big goal? And within uh, within each of these milestones, what are the steps that I need to take? And when can I put that inside of my agenda on a daily basis to actually get things done? Oh my gosh, that is so true. You know, it's interesting because um, I have a cup. I have a couple of different businesses. I have my coaching platform and ministry, and then I have a network marketing company that I help lead. And then I also, um, you know, my husband's launching a business. So we've got a lot of moving parts and going on. And what I recognize with most of the people that don't succeed online, whether it's brick and mortar, I have a lot of friends that do digital, have tried doing digital marketing. They're not doing it anymore because they try it and then they don't succeed because they are not controlling their time. It becomes overwhelming. They, they, I love what you said about recovering from perfectionism. Cause one of the greatest things I see for people is they're not going to do it till they get it perfect. I can't tell you how many programs I created and I actually have kept them in my database, in my um, community program, because I think it's proof to the women. The content is fabulous. But the the way I did, I was so scared of doing anything online or recording anything. I was petrified. So I invited all my friends to my first program. I'm like, I'll just give it to you for free. Just come because I need to practice. I need to get used to doing it. You know, perfectionism is so much. Don't you see the women that you're dealing with most of the time? Um, what really inhibits them is fear. Or perfectionism. And perfectionism is really pride. They're afraid they're going to mess up. Yeah. And actually, like, there is three reasons why you are procrastinating. And perfectionism is one of them. Like, because when you are really a perfectionist, you you are taking so much time trying to make everything perfect. Why, let's be honest, it will never be perfect. It will, like, it will never reach perfection. So basically, all the time that you are wasting into making it perfect, that's time that you where you would have been able to put it out there, get feedback and actually move forward in your business or even get some client in the way. And that's why I said that I'm a a recovered perfectionist because I used to be like that. I have wasted a lot of my time until I finally understood that the best way for me to actually grow my business, to have more impact, to get more client is to actually stop being a perfectionist, create something put it up there. And once I have the feedback, I actually like improve it. So the next time it's even better. That's so important. You know, it's interesting because I, um, I just partnered with another group that has a step-by-step guide for people who just want to get started on Instagram, because what I have found with so many women, they, not only in the perfectionist realm, they feel like they have to be perfectionist in learning all the things they're doing. And I'll never forget one of my coaches said, Tina, you're an expert to anybody that you are one step ahead of, because to them, you're an expert. You've already done it. You've already made the mistakes. You've already, you know, succeeded. And so I partnered with them and I, I'm selling this little program that literally gets step-by-step Instagram, creating your Instagram 
um, because it was so helpful and impactful for me because it's so simple. And going back to the basics and being simple and not worrying about the perfectionism thing makes a significant amount of money. And especially on this online platform that so many of us are on now, women have to stop waiting until they know everything about their product or they know everything, have every recipe written if they want to sell recipes. Just go do it. Sell a couple or start giving a few things away. The more you add value to people, the more they're going to trust you. They're going to like you. They're going to want to work with you and they're going to buy your products. It just, you have to take the steps forward. So um, do you work with a lot of people who are building online? Are you more brick and mortar? What is your specialty? No, I'm I'm only working with people who are doing business online. So there is like, like as you mentioned, social media is a big topic. Selling is also a big topic because if you want uh, to have like a profitable business online, you need to learn how to sell. And, and you said it, when you become entrepreneur, like the fact is like, you need to be good at multiple things. You need to actually uh, know how to build an offer. You need how you need um, to know how to build a community, how to be yourself, how to master social media, how to master sell. Like you need to actually be good at everything. And sometimes, because you have this pressure of like, I need to be good as a woman, like you need to let it go. You need to let it go because putting this pressure on your shoulder is the, like the only way for you to procrastinate on your business and to make money. And yeah. the way that I'm approaching things with my client in, and you know, you are speaking about like the tools that actually uh, I teach to some of my client. And one of the tool is like the mindset. Because like a lot of people don't realize that if they are procrastinating, if they are not taking action, if they are not showing up on social media, or if they are afraid to sell, yeah. it's because like somehow they are thinking something that is making them not do it. 100%. 99% of the people that I talk to that aren't, they're like, I just can't make a reel. I'm like, why not? because I don't want to be seen on social media. Well, why not? And it's either I don't look good. I don't want people to make fun of me. And I, I tell them all the time, you know what, just do it scared. But what's really, you know, reality is if you don't do it scared, if you don't get out of your comfort zone, you're not growing. When we step out and we do those things that scare us to death, then suddenly you have a, you have that growth and it feels good. And then it's not scary anymore. Then you stretch yourself a little bit more and you have a little bit more growth. And it's that compound effect. The more I step out, the more I step out there. And God says to step out in faith. He has a future for us. He has hope. He has, he will give us direction. So the key is to find your niche, find out what it is God's calling you to do first and foremost. And then Get with experts like Aslan and the time manager. Make sure that you have the tools you need, but you don't have you don't have to have every single tool when you first start. How many people do you do you work with? Tell me a little bit about that. How you just said there's a ton of things they have to know, and it becomes overwhelming, scares them, and they stop. 
Yeah, so so basically the goal really for like everyone who wants to start their online businesses is not to do all the thing because one thing that I see a lot with online entrepreneurs is that they are going to listen to someone and try to implement the strategy and then they are going to listen to someone else which is going to tell them another strategy. They are, so they are going to keep changing their strategy over time and at the end they are going to feel overwhelmed because they are always working on something new, on some things that they need to implement in their business. Why really the, the key to success when you have an online business is to focus on your high revenue task. So once you are really clear on your niche, you need to understand, okay, what are the activity that are going to make money for me? What is the strategy that I want to implement when it, when it comes to um, making money offline and online? Because one thing that people don't realize is that when you have an online business, it doesn't mean that you cannot get client offline. And actually, uh, and for the people who don't know it, like I'm speaking mainly about networking events that you can go uh, face to face, speak with people. And most of the time, the fastest way for you to actually start making money is to first implement this strategy offline and then go into the strategy online because the strategy at uh, online to actually um, expose yourself such as in LinkedIn, social media or other uh, social media platform, it takes more time. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. Building relationships is key. When people know what you're doing and they are the ones that recommend you because they love you, they trust you, they want to work with you. Um, they may not need your services, but they know people who do. And so it's so important. And I think oftentimes people who get online do get so disconnected from the community. And I, I catch myself like I have podcast after podcast and connection after connection from online things, from connecting with people, building business, et cetera. And um, having coffee, you know, that's how we met. We met exactly. on LinkedIn. And I said, well, let's just connect, see how we can, how we can collaborate. And I'm like, when she, when Yasin shared what she was doing, I'm like, oh my goodness, this is so needed for our entrepreneurs. And so I'm like, why don't you hop on a podcast with me and share your knowledge? And so I'm so excited to have you. So talk to me a little bit about, from a practical perspective, what are some of the tools that you have them implement on a daily basis Okay, so there is few things. One of the first things that we are really working on is really to actually define what are your goals as an entrepreneur and actually creating your roadmap into tangible daily action. Because as I was mentioning, that's the first key that is holding people from taking action on a daily basis and being consistent. Because consistency for starting entrepreneur is really hard to get. So that's the first thing that we're working on. Then we're re-moving really on, on creating your ideal agenda. So for instance, when clients come to me, some sounds are saying, okay, so I want to work 20 hours on my business a week. I want to work 10 hours a week on my business. I want to work, let's say, 30 hours a week on my business. And based on what they want, we're creating the ideal agenda for them 
first of all, to reach their goal. So we're redefining uh, their working hours, what they need to do exactly within the, the working hours, what, uh, what, how they want to spend their time, whether if they want, I don't know, going to yoga session or spend time with their family. We're really creating an agenda where they feel good and empowered and where they know that this agenda is going to help them actually do all the actions that they need to do on a daily basis to actually reach their goal. And finally, the, the last step, and which is the biggest step, is like we are really working on defining like this, like the sales and the visibility strategies that is working for them. Because remember when I was speaking about controlling your time versus managing your time, we do the same when it comes to the strategy. We are actually def defining with uh, my client, okay, how do you see yourself doing business? What, what feels connected to you? Because some people will love doing business on Instagram. Some people will love to be business, I don't know, on TikTok or some other in LinkedIn. So we're really looking into, uh, uh, into what they want and how they see themselves showing up on a daily basis. And then we're building a strategy around what they love. Build, building really a strategy that feels aligned to them and aligned to their value. That's huge. That's huge. And that's key. That really is the key because if you don't know where you're going, you're never going to get there. And if you don't have a practical, and I think oftentimes people get stuck in the why I want to do something. They get stuck in the, uh, what is my big vision? But from a practical day to day, you have to do the business producing activities and defining that from the beginning, how many hours a day are you willing to do to build your business based on the goals of your family. And that really, to me, when you're looking at um, women staying home, most of the time they want to build business online because they want more time with their family. Number one, they want the finances to be able to help them go on great vacations, to be able to pay for colleges, to do all those things, right? And when we define that and we look at that, they sometimes get stuck there and they don't do the practical stuff. So, you know, back when I owned the nurse staffing company, I would have my recruiters block X amount of time where they didn't get phone calls. They didn't get email. They didn't look at anything. That is that from this time, this time you're doing nothing but calling, 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 calling all the cold calls, right? From this time to this time, we're going to check emails. And it's amazing when you're very intentional about that and you know what your game plan is for the day, you know what your game plan is for the week. And you don't, if it doesn't match that and it doesn't match what the goals are for the week, you take it out, you delete it. If you have meetings scheduled that aren't relevant to that or relevant to your personal goals, your professional goals or your spiritual goals for the week, pull it out. Um, Darren Hardy says, that's the devil's vortex. That's where the devil gets you. He gets you so distracted and um, so many women have big hearts and they want to say yes to everything. Mm. And I found the most power when I learned to say, no, sorry, I'm unavailable because I do, I want to help everybody. I want to help all these ministries in my community. I want to do all these things, but there's only one of me. And there's a lot of people with seven kids and seven grandkids and a husband um, that need my attention too, besides the business. So I have to be very strategic. So I would be like your ideal client. Um, there's a lot of us out there like that, that have a lot going on that, um, you know, I find that if I, I'm not very intentional, I can, 
be so distracted. And as a matter of fact, the Lord gave me that word for this year, intentional. <laughs> That's one of my keywords, be intentional. So yeah, and, and I think what you highlighted here is like the process. Most of the people uh, don't actually set the number of hours they want to work. And because they are not doing that, they are not intentional about their productivity. They are not intentional about how they use your, their time. So when you don't do that, you are like, okay, I have plenty of space in my agenda. So let's fill all the, all the space. And you end up like with an agenda, which is full of blocks. You don't see white space. You, you cannot even see what you are supposed to do because there are so many things inside of it that yeah. you are not even clear and that's why it's really important to first set the intention first set the vision that you have for your life and then work towards that vision not the other way around yeah a hundred percent hundred percent so tell me a little like what was that thing for you when you started you came from the corporate world like what was the best piece of advice or the tool that you received when you started your business that you would say to all the women, okay, this is the best thing that happened to me in business. And I'd like to share it with you. What would be that one aha moment? I think is what is a day where like one of my coaches told me that everything that I was, what I was thinking was actually manifesting in my business. And here I'm going to give you an example is like, for instance, um, I was, you know, not at some point I didn't love social media at all. So I was not showing up at all on social media. And basically because I was not showing up, like she was saying, because you are not showing up, you are not speaking about your services, you are not getting client. And so she really actually taught me the principle of really assessing my foot on a daily basis and understanding if they're actually serving what I do on a daily basis. And they're actually the biggest, um, the biggest things that you can use to actually take action on a daily basis, knowing what you are thinking, being aware of it and actually asking yourself, is that something that is helping me taking action on a daily basis? Or is that something that is actually in my way? Is that the reason why I'm not taking action or, you know, avoiding or getting busy on a daily basis? Because I really don't want to focus on that very things that I need to do. Oh, so true. When you're, whether it's getting on, I, so many people are scared of social media and the reality is that's where everybody's at. Everybody's on social media. So if you want to sell, but there is a trick to selling on social media. You can't just sell, sell, sell. You have to add value, add value, add value, add value, add value, sell. Add value, add value, add value, add value, <laughs> sell. So if you're just out there vomiting, and that's why I think it's so important that when people don't know how, that they get a coach like yourself, that they buy a tool like one of the tools that I share, because they have got to learn the basics so that they feel more confident. Those programs and coaches are so that you have the accountability. So you have the confidence to go out there and do those things and then set up your schedule practically from a day-to-day -day basis. You know, when you look at your work week, how many hours in the week do you have? And so you talked about controlling, controlling time. I asked. How many of you are watching TV or Netflix? <laughs> How many of those hours are you wasting on that kind of thing? Oh, I'm just trying to unwind. 
well, where's your goals? You know, like that to me, that's just an excuse. Now, will I toss a Netflix something on sometimes? Yeah. And nine times out of 10, I'm sitting there with my computer doing a little, some listening to it, but I'm, you know, I just, I feel like there's so much we can accomplish to help people and we can't do it if we are not intentional. We're not focused on not wasting time. So for 90 days, commit to yourself. I'm not going to watch TV for 90 days. I'm going to take the time that I was using for my television. And, oh, the other one that's a huge time distractor, which I'm really surprised um, personally because I'm not into it, but I know so many executives that I've coached that would get into these little games on their phone, the words with friends, oh the, yeah. all these things. And by the time you know it, they or scrolling on social media. I pay somebody to do my social media so that I don't get stuck in my social media scrolling through everybody's stuff. But I care about what's going on about with them. But if I do, I'll go look for that specific person when I think of them. You just, you have to prioritize. And um, I I even, you know, have several uh, social media um, VAs in the Philippines from one of the missionaries when I was a missionary that um, they help me because I know that I can get on this phone and I will start looking and looking by the time, you know, it. it's hours later that I could have been putting something up on social media, working on a video, but instead, um, and there are algorithms that you have to do on a daily basis. However, and so you do want to look some, but you don't have to, you can hire that out for minimal, <laughs> for minimal amount of money. And one thing that you said is that basically social media have been created to actually be the biggest distraction of all time. The more time you spend on social media, the more they like you. So especially when you are a business owner, you need to have this fine line between like using it as a business tool but not overspending time on it and getting suddenly to like, you know, looking people's content, looking what they are doing, because, you know, you need to find inspiration to actually post something. No, don't do that. Like be really strategic with the way that you are using social media and don't let social media use you. Well, and one of the beautiful things about social media is that if you do want to sell on social media, the way to be the most successful is to really add value to people. So if you're adding value to people, and this is what I do, oftentimes you're going to see on social media, it's kind of random of what I'm sharing. Some of it, it's typically something about leadership. It's something about spiritual walk, things like that. But where I get my inspiration is in the mornings with the Lord. I'm like, okay, God, what do you want me to share today? You know, and oftentimes I'm, I'm reading and I'm looking at something and, I'm like, oh, yeah, somebody else needs to hear that too today. And so that's what I end up sharing. And so I think people overcomplicate topics and you know what? What are you passionate about? Share what you're passionate about because you're looking to connect with the people that typically look just like you. Most people are going to be attracted to you because you have so much in common. So be authentically you. Don't try to be the expert in anything, you know, um, you are the expert if you're one step ahead. So you know that in your brain. But when I think oftentimes, even myself, I'll be more transparent and just share my failures and share the things that have been difficult because I'm more relatable. 
when I'm, you know, talking about, oh, I've made eight figures business and I did this and I had this success and I did this, there's truth. But nobody's attracted to that because that makes them feel like you're up here and they're down here. And that's not truth. But when someone's not feeling good about themselves or they haven't been successful in business, they then see you as almost well, I'll never be able to be like her. So I'm not going to listen to her. You know what I mean? And so you have to be intentional to be authentic, be vulnerable with your weaknesses and to, you know, really, um, just be transparent. Um, do you find for yourself as you're building your business, there's a fine line between being a coach. Cause you want to be the expert quote unquote and being authentic. And actually, that's funny that you are mentioning that because last week I did a post about like goals. And basically, I read a statistic last week saying that only 8% of the global population worldwide is reaching their goal. And when you go on social media, you feel like everyone is reaching their goal, except like basically except yourself. Right. And, <laughs> and, and that's make you feel bad. And that's why a lot of starting entrepreneurs, you know, they are looking at all the people around them saying, yeah, but she's succeeded to do this. She's succeeded to do that. And you, you feel that like it's never going to happen to you. And that's what I call basically compare in despair. And that's why one of the things that I, that I reteaching to my clients, like, like, don't compare yourself. Don't go watch what other people are doing. Just focus on you, yourself, and your client. And just be you. Because as you mentioned, like, when you are going to tell your story, when you are going to speak about your struggles, like, people are going to say, oh, my God, she has gone through the same thing as uh, as I did. And, like, she understands how am I feeling now. And, and that's the type of content that we're starting to see more and more in social media. But there is still, like, you know, social media content used to be, like, super polished. And there is still, like, a lot of super polished content out there. And I do think that... The less you are showing up as yourself on social media, the less you will really attract the people who are really your community. Oh, I could not agree more. I couldn't agree more. And, you know, when people talk about their avatar, they talk about who their ideal client is, you know, really that needs to be your first step. When you start thinking about what business it is, and that's one of the keys that we go over in this little program that I sell, because a lot of people are they just want anybody. Will anybody come to me? Well, can I sell to anybody? You don't want to focus on everybody. You want to find your lane and stay in your lane. And I mean, I even find for myself, I'm a nurse, so I'm very passionate about health and I'm an entrepreneur and a coach. I have a heart to impact the marketplace for Christ. So I want to help build, help people build business. I don't necessarily just help people build business in my business. I have people that do other businesses similar to mine and I help them because I love giving people tools to build their business. And no matter what industry you're in, building business online technically is all the same. People misconstrue, oh, well, if I'm doing network marketing or if I have a, a barber shop or if I want to sell digital products, it's actually all the same. The marketing is all the same. You want people to get to know you. If you're the local barber, you want them to know your life. 
One of the realtors down here in South Florida has built the majority of her business on TikTok. Why? Because she shares her life, the day in the life of the realtor in Fort Lauderdale. She shares the houses. She will go to different houses and video as she's going through it and things like that. But they're following her because they like her. Now they trust her because she's sharing her life. Even the struggle of a you know, mom with two small kids getting ready, going to school, da-da-da. People are gravitating to her and she's making millions and she's in her early 20s. It's so valuable just to be you, whoever you is. And um, people, I think, do have a misconception. And that, I think, has a lot to do, wouldn't you say, Yaslin, is that of time management, when people are trying too hard not to like portray something <laughs> else, it's so much more work. It takes so much more effort. Yeah. And, and that's something that I really like uh, speak a lot about is like how to have fun. Because when you are having fun in your business, when you are just letting go of like the what if, what people are going to say, what they are going to think of me, like you are just creating content, being you. And by being you, people are going to relate to you. And the fact is like when you are you, you are not wasting your time because you are not trying to overthink it. You are not trying to polish it up like and to be a perfectionist. Like you just do it. And I think sometimes like the best way for you to be productive is just do it and don't speak about it anymore. It's done. Okay, let's see how it goes. And the next time you're going to get another idea and you will just do it. Yep, absolutely. I agree. Well, you are just a wealth of knowledge and I appreciate your input and your sharing. I love just listening to your beautiful French voice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me today. Oh, I'm so happy. Ladies, if um, Yaza's going to have her information, if you're looking for coaching, you're struggling with your time control, not time management, your time control. <laughs> Make sure you get with her and she works with people all over the world. And again, if you haven't registered for February the 3rd, I'm going to put a 50% discount link in the um, email down below. Make sure that you check that out and check out Yaslin's information as well. And I encourage you, ladies, if you haven't joined February 3rd, even if you have to do it virtually, you don't want to miss it because the speakers will be life-changing, not just for business, but for communications from the inside out, your communication with yourself, your communication with your spouse, your communication with your families, your children, and with your leaders, if you're a business leader, it's going to be life-changing for you as a leader. So you do not want to miss it. These speakers are top-notch, world-renowned speakers that have blessed us with saying yes to Masterpiece Women. So I will see you there and have a great rest of your week. Bye. Bye. Have a great one, everyone.